guys. Welcome to the Gen Z Project. My name is Osiris. My name is Ariel. We're excited to be with you guys today. Uh, today's video is going to be mainly an introduction. You guys get to know a little bit more about us, uh, hear about the Gen Z Project and our goals and our missions. And uh, we're just really excited to be with you guys today. Uh, we thank God for this opportunity and we really hope you enjoy the content that we have for you. We're going to begin by uh, looking at a video, a topic that we think many of you guys might be interested in. And so take a look. Mr. President, Dr. Biden, Madam Vice President, Mr. Emhoff, Americans, and the world. When day comes, we ask ourselves, where can we find light in this never-ending shade? The loss we carry, a sea we must wade. We've braved the belly of the beast. We've learned that quiet isn't always peace in the norms and notions of what just is, isn't always just is. And yet the dawn is ours before we knew it. Somehow we do it. Somehow we've weathered and witnessed a nation that isn't broken, but simply unfinished. We, the successors of a country and a time where a skinny black girl descended from slaves and raised by a single mother can dream of becoming president only to find herself reciting for one. And yes, we are far from polished, far from pristine, but that doesn't mean we are striving to form a union that is perfect. We are striving to forge our union with purpose, to compose a country committed to all cultures, colors, characters, and conditions of man. And so we lift our gazes not to what stands between us, but what stands before us. We close the divide because we know to put our future first. We must first put our differences aside. We lay down our arms so we can reach out our arms to one another. We seek harm to none and harmony for all. Let the globe, if nothing else, say this is true. So I'm pretty sure you guys just got done watching the video. In my opinion, it was amazing, especially to see one of our black sisters representing us and talking about what she be talking about. So Amanda, I want to congratulate you and thank you for um, taking the opportunity to speak for us and speak for our black girls in general. Uh, Osiris, how did you feel about it? Well, I think it was cool. Uh, like we said, we're the Gen Z Project, and I think she's like 23, 24. And so it was yeah. really empowering to see, like, you know, a young black woman, a beautiful young black woman out there uh, speaking. And, you know, she wasn't sugarcoating. You know, her poem was very, uh, it was just real and it was heartfelt. She didn't try to, uh, you know, hide or keep, keep, keep it hidden. But she made it clear. I think uh, I read an article that said uh, right after the, uh, the Capitol Hill riot, that's what gave her the main inspiration to put pen to paper. And uh, it was definitely heard throughout her poem. Yeah, that Capitol Hill situation was crazy did you yeah you know, i did on twitter I like did. twitter was literally going crazy about that capitol hill thing and i hmm i don't know am i allowed to like ahead, say bro. like ahead, the ahead, cap the capitol hill situation was literally like i just for a moment i put it in perspective like if it was us yeah our people we were black and we were doing that it would have been a massacre and it was just white 
white privilege is a thing. Yeah, but, you know, hopefully we can bond together and get this situation under wraps because that, that nah, was that really was an eye-opener. I wasn't even doing, like, I'm off social media. I'm not mm-hmm. on social media heavy. And so I You just, missed out on a lot. I know. I was just texting <laughs> my bros, and then they was just like, uh, like, wooty woo it's, it's people riding and stuff. And I'm thinking it's just going to be like a little patty cake, you know, in and out type mm. shit. And then as the day was going, it kept progressing. And then. Was it, was it for like a day or two? Like, it was going on for like a day or two, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, and then like, and then people was dying. Like, I, so first I thought people was just, you know, a, a normal riot with right. pickets and just going around walking and marching. Yeah. And then I heard the whole context. And I mean, it's just, it's, it's tough. It's, it's. It's sad, but I rejoice because our president, our former president, praise God, who incited, <laughs> right? who, who really incited, like he really incited what they're calling an insurrection, yeah. uh, you know, and they're trying to impeach him now and just really hold him accountable for what he did. But I'm thankful that we are finally, you know, well, for one, uh, without him, a lot of the racism that's present in America wouldn't have been revealed. Yeah. And so yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate, but at the same time, I thank God that he revealed that to us because... Uh, our generation tends to be really inclusive and loving, and many of us were blind to the fact that racism is still alive and well. And with the uh, with the whole Trump presidency, but especially in the Capitol Hill riot, we got to really see that you know uh, white America and the uh, more elite of America, they still too can be uh, very uh, so-called aggressive. Uh, and so it was just like like they say aggressive, like they say the Black Lives Matters are. So we yeah. get we got to see that it's not just us that we're upset, but you guys get upset too. And when you guys get upset, you guys kill people. You guys right. were, like, y'all people, riot. People were dying. Yeah. And but praise be to God, you know we just got our forty sixth president Joe Biden, Woo-hoo! as well as the first uh, black woman, the black African American Asian American vice yes, president. Man, we love to. Th- See, that was so, I think for me, and I'm pretty sure I speak for a lot of our um, black girls like that, that literally, like, boosts your confidence on a whole nother level. Like, even seeing Michelle walk in and just seeing, like, all these black women, like, black women, even during 2020, like, 2020 was absolutely crazy. We were, you know, we seen a lot of things happening, a lot of, like, sad things, depressing. Like, we went through, 2020 was rough, yes, especially with are, all the deaths. We're like, definitely going to uh, do a 2020 year review later in the yes. video, so stay in tune for that. It was it was a lot. So, seeing black women still coming up on top and rising to the occasion and showing that, like, we can do it, too. Because I feel like a lot of the times, like, women, and even women in general, but uh, most importantly, black women, uh, we're not seen to rise to the occasion or show that we're we, we're just as good as the other person. And so seeing our vice president like that was like, oh yeah, I can do anything like that. Confidence is like to the root, but humbly to the root. I want to say that you know, don't be out here being all rude, y'all. <laughs> I was talking to my guy friend, and I think wait, you know, my friend who's a guy, <laughs> one of my friend, my homies. <laughs> It's 2021, I'm just... No, you can say that. Uh, but anyways, like, he was just saying, like, bro, like, black women, like, finally, and it was just, he was really elated to see that. And so I'm glad that you, as a young woman, and mm-hmm. women around the world, I know the AKAs, they had their pearls, oh, yeah. their converse. They was on it pop. I got my converse on, y'all. Get your one. Nah, but, uh... <laughs> Yeah, it was just it was a good moment to see, and uh, you know, we just wanted to share that with you guys. I'm pretty sure you guys have your own opinions and takes, and we welcome you to you know leave that in the comments, hit us up on social media, and just let us know how you feel. We hope you guys enjoyed that segment, and we'll be right back.
right, guys. So that logo, I want to shout out to my bro Joseph. He really uh put us on with that. He he helped us out with that. So thank you, JT. We appreciate that. Uh, and so really, uh, I just want to let you guys know that uh the Gen Z Project, we're more than just a brand. We're more than just a podcast. We're a community, and we're a family. We'd love for you to guys to join us and be a part of us. Uh, this this mission and our purpose is to really just understand who God is. And get to know him and more in depth and just determine what his purpose is in our life. We're going to do that through relevant discussions. Uh, we're going to try to bring in, you know, gospel artists, gospel influencers, and people who are just big in the church world. We're going to go out and do uh, outreach for the local communities and the global communities and just give back to people that are less fortunate. And above all, I mean, we're going to look at the Bible. And we're just going <laughs> to study the word and just understand, you know, what God wants us to do. And so if you feel like these values align with you, we would suggest that you leave us a like and subscribe. By the click of these two simple buttons, you are spreading the gospel around the world and you're helping bring others to Christ. Right. And even if you don't, maybe, you know, Jesus is not your thing. We understand and we appreciate you for even viewing our content. But we would suggest that you also leave a like because by doing so, you're showing the human, you know, the love and compassion. And even though you're not interested, you're helping others who might be interested. So just click those two buttons, the like and the subscribe, and you will really be helping out a lot of people. And so really, I mean, the whole heart of why we're here and the reason why we're here is because Jesus. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that basically that. I mean, you can go deeper more <laughs> into it. But I mean, um, well, first off, Osiris brought the idea to me. And um, when I first heard of it and what his purpose was and his drive, for the project, it like absolutely made me feel. Um, how can I put this? It made me feel good. Uh, one because being a teenager, it is very much hard just being a teenager and going through life, especially society with social media and all these influencers and trying to figure out yourself and trying to figure out who you are um, and your purpose in life. And no one gets it right away. It's not an overnight thing, but it's always good to have something or be a part of something that could help you guide yourself in the in the right way most right way possible sure. so i th when he brought the idea to me i was like yes like it's always something that i wanted to do like i thought it was an amazing idea um especially being a teenager who wants to be more involved in the word and with god himself and bring a better connection with him um i was like i'm down so i'm here so you can go deeper more about it or what your purpose was. Yeah, and that was really it, man. And, I mean, it, it all happens just because, you know, I love Jesus. And, you know, according to the word of God, I love Jesus because he first loved me. Uh, I, it, it just it always amazes me when we think about the fact that God became a human and died for us so we could have a relationship with him. Yeah. And, I mean, it just I, I, I'm thankful that, you know, God has saved us. He saved you. I mean, he gave us opportunity to know him. And I want to say I was 12 when I first gave my life to Christ. I remember being in a church service, and uh, the preacher, I mean, he did an excellent sermon. But, but beyond that, the Word of God, you know, the, the Holy Spirit really penetrated me in my heart. And he showed me, you know, if I don't give my life to him, then, you know, I mean, ultimately I would be going to hell. But he showed me that, you know, my life would not be purposeful. And I know, like, I struggle with finding purpose. Like, you know, like, who, who am I? What am I? Am I supposed to do, the, you know, the black thing? Am I supposed to do the education thing? Mm -hmm. But God really showed me you're supposed to do the God thing. That's deep. And, uh, <laughs> Sorry. That's deep. Nah, man. And, and, and I mean, it, it, it's really just amazing, you know, at a young age, God showed his love towards me. And I was able to just come in and grow in a relationship with him. And, I mean, ever since then, you know, my, I've tried to make sure that I continue 
in my love for Christ and in my relationship with Christ. You remember the first time you encountered Jesus? I would say my first time I encountered Jesus. Let me see. I feel like I encountered him all the time. Like I don't have like a specific like age when I was like, oh my God, this is it. No, I am not telling the truth. Lord, forgive me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it wasn't an age. I can't remember the age yeah. necessarily, but the time. It was a lot going on in my life personally, and um, not knowing who to talk to or how to channel those emotions the right way. And I remember one day I was just in church, and to me, um, the choir gets me all the time. Gospel songs, like, it's just something about that that just penetrates my yeah. heart so much. It's like I can't handle it. And I just started crying. Like, I was, I busted out into Damn, tears. That's deep. And it was like something in my head clicked. And also clicked. Also because um, get when you're getting older, you go through changes, um, hormonal changes, um, relationships with your parents, all of that um, plays a factor in it. And at the time, I was probably like around 13, 14-ish. So it's not that long ago. Um, and... You know, having conversations with my mom and just going to church. Like, we started going to church more consistently. Um, just just everything in my life, like, played a factor. And so, like, one day I just, in church, the the choir was going. And um, they were playing a song. What song was it? Um, gosh, what song was it? That's my song. I don't know. <laughs> the, it's the, the Hill song. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I don't Shoot, listen to that you don't. No. I can't. I can't remember the song, but the song's amazing. And every time I play, every time I hear the song, I go to. I like. I cry because I remember back at that time and space in my life, being a teenager and not really knowing who I was, dealing with insecurities, dealing with um, family issues. You know, uh, and not even just like big things, but just going through life as a child and just trying to figure it out on your own. Um, I just had that moment and I was like, it's time for me to create a relationship with the person, especially because, I mean, who wants to go to hell? I'm sorry. <laughs> like, me. it's true, though. Like, you hear about it. I mean, who doesn't want to be up there with our Lord and Savior? So I think that day when I just had that breakdown at church and I got called up to the altar to get a personal prayer, that was my day where I came to realization like, yeah. It's, it's time to change some stuff around. So that was sure. my moment. And, like, you know, and, and that that moment, that particular moment that happened so long ago, I mean, that has really just set the tone for the rest of our lives. Yeah. And I know, you know, uh, like, growing up, you know, like you said, with everything going around, you know, you see the influencers, the, 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 the cool kids, you know, whatever, you know, you know, you struggle with, you know, trying to fit into what everyone else is. But when you really, truly understand, you know, God saved you for a purpose, you know, you no longer, it's okay to sometimes be looked at as weird or uncomfortable by other people because, you know, you're living for life, living for Christ. Yeah. And, uh, you know, ever since that moment, you know, God's really impacted my life. I remember just one, one of the many things that he's allowed me to do was travel in 2019 mm -hmm. I went with my pastor and a couple of my brothers. We were able to go to Kenya. Really? Yeah. You remember the pictures? Yeah, things? I saw it. We established, like, a school, and uh, we really got to just spend time oh, that's amazing. in the culture and doing missions. And we were, we were, uh, we met a prophet and a man. I mean, mind you, we in a whole other continent. So, 
I couldn't, I, I can't cap to you. Like, we did not know this man. We we never met this man before. He was talking about, like, cities, like, you know, Brenham, Texas, you know what yeah. that is? You do? Yeah. I did not know what that was. And so he talked about some such and such grandma of Brenham, Texas. I'm like, what, what, what is Brenham, Texas? <laughs> and I'm looking up Brenham, Texas, and I'm like, he named cities and named grandparents and stuff we don't even know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course I got saved, but that moment also, it, it kind of gave me a testimony. Uh, you know, the Bible says they overcame the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And that testimony that I have, that I got to experience a prophet who I never met before, it, 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 you know, it, it, it confirmed to me that God is real. And that moment, you know, was just another moment that really just impacted my life. And it just, it showed me that God is real. And ever since then, I've, I've, my fire for God has gone up because, I mean, no one can deny, no one can tell me that God does not exist because I've experienced him in my, like I've experienced him. And that, 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 that feeling, you know, can never leave me. Yeah. One thing I'm going to say is, um, I know growing up and, uh, going to church, hearing people with testimonies and these spiritual encounters that they've had with Christ, it, it made me feel guilty sometimes or like, I'm not doing something right because I don't, I'm not having these moments. Your moment and your journey with God isn't going to be the same. I just have to say that really quick because don't judge. Exactly. And everyone's testimony is different. Um, You might go through something tragic. It might be something minor. It might be a dream. I mean, whatever it is, um, don't compare it because every moment that you have, whether however your moment happens, is beautiful because it, it all, it's all centered around God, no matter how it is or what shape it's coming. So don't feel guilty or feel like you're not doing. You're not enough or you're not doing enough. Just make sure that you are following his word and doing what's necessary in order to build that connection, but never judge your That's spiritual real talk, journey. Because I feel like we people try to, comp- like in the social media world, everything is compared and contrast to what everybody else is doing. Yeah. And people get so caught up into, you know, thinking about what the next man is doing, even in the things of God. Like, you know, I'm not doing what he or she is doing, so I'm not being used by God. And I mean, that's a that's a feeling that you should never allow to overtake you because God uses everybody in different ways. So don't ever allow yourself to be trapped by what you see other people doing and think you know you're not being you're not being used by God. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. And so, uh, I mean, like 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 we just talked about, uh, just when the Holy Spirit does desire to use you, though, don't ever feel trapped and constrained. Mm-hmm. Don't ever feel. I mean, allow Him to use you in whatever way He sees fit. And I mean, the whole reason why, you know, we do this and why we let God use us is because like you said, we want to see him in eternity. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. (laughs) I know I do. (laughs) I look forward to going to heaven and just getting to meet my God and just experience him and not, you know, I mean, just be experience God. You know, that's I look forward to that opportunity. Yeah. As a kid, I've been trying to figure out what this man looks like. I mean, you listen to all this like as like growing up. It's just like this, you just want to know, like, do you ever have, like, you just have to know everything, like, you just, like, I deal with that so bad, and I need to stop, because you're not going to know why all the time, but I just have to meet this man. He's amazing, I mean, after everything he's done, like, I got to see him, I got to meet him. Not for real, not for real. And so, I mean, I think, I think it's, it's just the experience that you will feel, and some of you haven't met Jesus Christ yet. Others of you have, and you can relate to our experience. But whenever you do get that experience, I mean, it's one that you should treasure and just always keep with you. Because when the enemy, you know, when 
life problems hit, the enemy will try to make you feel depressed and worthless. Yes, and knowing that God loves you and God cares for you is something that can take you throughout, you know, the rest of your life. Yeah, and when he uses you, don't be scared. I know growing up, I know, like, a lot of the times, you know, you see your parents and stuff, and they get to shouting, and they raising their hands and saying hallelujah out loud. I would feel those moments, but I would never do it because I was worried about how other people would look at me for doing that. Like, she's too young. She, why is she feeling like that? I mean, you, you're supposed to be grown when you feel like that. And that's not true. Like, when you ever feel the Holy Spirit amongst you or you have that feeling on you, release it and feel it and actually be into it because that could be God using you. Absolutely. That's him using you to build a bigger and stronger connection with him. So never be scared of it. And don't worry about what other people are saying because I literally feel like our society, our generation is is based on who's looking at me. And yes, people are going to look at you, but don't care what they're looking at or what they're saying about you because they don't know your journey nor your walk or, um, or what your thoughts are. Just be you, but also be used by God in the most positive way possible. Not for real. And I hope you guys really enjoyed that. Now we're going to take a swerve. And it's 2021. It's still fresh. It's January. It's, it's like we like 20-some 20, 20 days in. Yeah. And, I mean, the year is going by quick. And we're about to graduate. Nah, for real. And I think it would be remiss if we didn't take the opportunity to, to look back at 2020 and just kind of just go over a review of, you know, what happened that year because a lot happened that year. Yeah. And I think it's important that with every event, every circumstance, that we really kind of look at it and see what is God saying in this. And so I don't know if you remember, but at the top of the year, people were scared we was going to go into World War III. You know, when you t when you told me that, when you texted me that, I was like, first, I'm not going to lie, I wasn't paying attention. I thought it said WWE. So I was like, WWE? I was like, oh, no, World War Three, And I was like, that did happen. <laughs> But it literally got like washed over, bro. like so fast it just, that it slipped my mind. It was mind. just one of the many things that Trump was doing, so yeah. we just forgot so quickly. I think we so fed up with we were so fed bro. up with him. It was like I mean, what's next? Okay, and that's, but that's like when you really think about that, but like we was and it was a real panic. Like I remember asking my dad, like Dad, am I gonna get drafted to war? <laughs> oh my God! Remember all the tweets and stuff bro. that was out, bro? It was crazy, and it was like y'all been playing Call of Duty, so y'all should be better prepared. Be ready, bro. Oh, I'm boy. telling you, bro. And everybody was nervous, and you know we really thought we were gonna go into World War Three. Yeah, no, that was crazy. And then after that, like literally a couple, probably I think it happened in February. So the next month, we lost one of the greatest basketball players ever. Oh, I think that was January. Oh, oh January, we ended Same up losing month. Kobe Bryant. Oh my God, I cried. Man, do you remember where you were when it happened? In the house, in the living room, Man, doing hair. I was, I just, I was just got done streaming church. I was in the car with my grandma and my aunt, and then I pulled out my phone and I went on Instagram and I seen, uh, I seen DJ Academics. I'm like, all right, bro, why, like, why are you yeah, playing right. with Kobe, bro? And then I see TMZ. I'm like, huh? Then I see I CNN. thought it was fake. Then I called my homie. He's a big Kobe fan. Shout out to you, Elijah. Uh, I called. I'm like, bro, he bro. I'm bro. He bro. <laughs> um, um, oh, and that's not funny, but I was laughing at the bro. But no, like, literally, no, that we, was Devin. We ten times, bro, and bro, then, bro. But we thought it was just Kobe. Then we thought it was Gianna, too, his yes. daughter. And then the that's other, my heart for her, the mother. And it was still other people on the plane that yeah, lost the their lives. And stuff. And yeah, so, that, was, that was absolutely devastating. I was like, how... 
this is how we're gonna start our year. Man, really? That was crazy. And you know, you grow up because you're thinking that like celebrities don't die. Like when a celebrity it's Kobe, dies, man. like it's Kobe. Kato, why would he die? When I heard it was Kobe, I was like, nah, Kobe. Can't I remember die. people saying like that's one of the people that that's not supposed to die. Yeah. And I felt that. I mean, it was just so. Yeah, just retired. Just he was gonna start a whole. He was gonna be you know a more family family focused and really yeah. hit the second phase of his life. And the wife was pregnant. And then boom, just like that. He was gone, and yeah. nobody was. The whole world stopped. The whole, yeah. the whole world. The, I'm talking about all the other countries. They was mourning him. Yeah. And I'm saying that's crazy he left how the big mark on the one world. One man left that entire impact that the entire world felt. Yeah. And that's crazy. Damn, y'all hearing the bell? Like we in school, so don't even you know. Y'all just heard it. So <laughs> it is what it is. The cat's out the bag. Y'all right. you know. Yeah, guys. Don't come right. shoot us up. You know, just chill. Right. All right, but so, yeah, Kobe died, and that was crazy. And yeah. we just really had to kind of wrestle with that. Yeah. And then, you know, everybody's favorite president, Donald Trump, he got impeached. You know, I know that was your favorite president, right? That was your best friend? Barack Obama is still <laughs> my president 2020. I just rolled over to Biden just, just nah, the other day. But Trump got impeached, and it's just crazy when you think about those four years, man, of everything that he did, and he, he really left a legacy. He, 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 <laughs> le he left the legacy, Did he? and I Did mean, he? he's the only president to ever get impeached twice. Yeah, and didn't happen a third time though. Now nah, they're right now they're trying to uh, get him sent to the Senate so he can get removed from removed from office, even though he's already moved. Right, and that way he won't be able to run again because you know he said he's coming back in some form. So you know we don't he said that he was moving out of the country if he lost, and he ain't left yet. So hey man. Goodbye, good riddance, man. I, I <laughs> no, for real. Be safe and all that stuff, but I mean. Yeah, I don't wish death on nobody, but you know, you had your run. And then, I mean, Corona, like, you know, yeah. like, we can't talk about 2020. Y'all, we have our masks. Well, mine right here. I don't know where Osiris mask at, but we have, we wear a mask, y'all. Okay, okay. Don't ever, don't ever tell me just, like that. I was just trying to make don't, sure don't we don't have ever. masks, y'all. We sick. I feel like this is six feet don't apart. Don't ever try me like that again, but she just tried to play. We me. being safe, y'all, so don't think we just out here, you know, catching Rona. Hey, but I mean, yeah, that happened. It's inedible. Well, so I remember like 2019. That's when it was like the whole everybody was looking at China, this, and nobody thought it was gonna come over it's here. It's not coming over here. It's everybody not coming. was just playing the same. But when that rodeo happened, man. And I didn't even get to go. Hey, Did buddy, you go? I can't go see Lizzo. Did you go to the rodeo at all? I'm too cool for the rodeo. Too what? I'm too cool for the roller You ain't never too cool to get on roller coasters. Let me let me tell y'all, I love roller coasters to death. The biggest, smallest, weirdest, craziest ones. I love them. He and I remember that. That was the first big thing. And then everybody was like, okay, it's going to pass. Just calm yeah. down. And then next thing you know. So we was in spring break. And then yeah. so they was like, uh, take off for a week. Take off for two weeks. Take Months. off for three weeks. Take off, and then Months. next thing you know, it's just closed down. <laughs> and at first, we was like, hey, we get a vacation. <laughs> then, then like, we was like, Damn, hey. I'm just a homie, bro. Like, I'm trying to go. We ain't see no print board. No girls, no nothing. We were just dry in the house. And then, then, and then most of our parents wouldn't let us go to our friend's house to go hang yeah. out with them. So we I didn't mean, even get fast food for a long bro, time. It was my mom was cooking tough. three meals. We it's three kids in the house, two adults, and bro, sometimes a fourth. And child I remember and like my parents got tired of me. I used to just be <laughs> all at the bed, laid up, feet on the couch, chilling. And then what? they just said, "Bro, you need to get a job, bro." I'm like, "Relax, like this is my vacation." Like <laughs> I had to stop doing hair. Bro, they. I was missing out on my money. My too. people said, "Get a job or do something." They was just like, "Go, yeah." Leave, find and a lot of people do. lost their jobs. That was. 
depressing and them and them bills wasn't stopping. No, for real. They was coming. So I so my condolences and my prayers out to those families who are still going through this. Um it's not over. Uh, well, uh, we just the had blessing is coming. Four hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. We didn't have four hundred thousand people die. So, and, and, yeah. and we're saying this as a twenty twenty review. But coronavirus is still alive and well. Yeah. So make sure you guys are being safe. Please, Please wear masks over your nose. Hey, yeah, wash your hands, man. Wash your hands. And, and sanitize. Wash I wash your and hands. sanitize, y'all. Dirty little boy. Wash no, your hands. Don't bro. do that, though. No, no wash them. Please. They gonna wash. They gonna wash. Y'all gonna wash them. They gonna wash them. They gonna wash them. They gonna wash them. But, so, yeah, I mean, coronavirus, so school was closed, everything was closed, and a big thing for me was my church was closed. Oh, my, my church is still closed. For real? Yes. Man. We're supposed to be opening at the end of the month. Go hire D. <laughs> Love y'all. Pastor Jay. But, um, yes, my church is still closed. I mean, you know, it's this virus is so up and down, I really don't blame them. So, we've been doing the online thing, you That's know, cool. every Sunday. But, That's cool. You know, everybody, like, you know. Going to church and seeing faces and hearing the music. So hopefully, yeah. you know, we, you know, we get somewhere with this. But yeah, it's been devastating. For real. But I do want to take this opportunity to you just shout out your pastor. I got to shout out my pastor. Go ahead. Do what you got to do. Dr. Dana Carson, I want to thank you. Uh, I mean, every every single day of the week, this man was on at 12 o'clock sharp doing a Bible study. He was answering questions, Bible questions, relationship questions. Shout out to his wife. She was with him. And he was bringing on popular pastors from all over the world. That's awesome. I mean, he, it wasn't, it was never pre-recorded. I mean, and mind you, this is a 60-year-old man getting up every Period. morning, every day doing Lord it. Lord. So I, shout, I want to shout you out and your grind, Dr. Carson, for everything that you did uh, throughout the coronavirus pandemic. And you're still going because it's not over. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, and, and I say my pastor, but shout out to all the pastors all around the y'all. world that yeah. were consistent, that never stopped feeding their sheep, that were always giving us, you know, feeding us with knowledge and understanding uh, and steadily training us and equipping us to be, you know, to edify Christ. Yeah, I like that still feeding the sheep. That was good. Yeah, you know, that, that was you smooth. Know, you know, that thank you, smooth. thank you, thank you. Uh, and then, you know, along with the coronavirus pandemic, you know, as my pastor liked to call it, we had a racial pandemic, you know, the Black yeah. Lives Matter movement. That's good. A racial pandemic. Yeah. I didn't hear that one. Shout before. out Dr. Dana Carson. Shout- Hey, shout, shout out, out to hey. you. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so we had a racial pandemic with the Black Lives Matter, and that really sparked off with... Oh okay, before I say that, it's important that we acknowledge this has been going on since the foundation of our country. Oh, yeah, definitely. But Trump made it okay. Like, Trump. Like I said, he exposed it because, I mean, a lot of y'all thought it was gone. It was done with. I mean, no. no. It was always a thing, but also because social media is so big now. Everything caught on camera now from police brutality to the protests. To everything everything is caught on camera. So I think it's been happening. It is that we, we got it on it, film. Yeah. We can and, see it and now. With, and with the death of George Floyd, uh, Breonna that, Taylor. That was... We had a spark of, you know, just and, and lots racial, more. racial awakening, racial enlightening. And, you know, the country really had to just like, I mean, for the first time, NFL, uh, all businesses. That's just the first one that came to my mind. NBA, mm-hmm. people were conscious about how they were treating black, black people. But also, they were conscious of how they were treating all minorities. It was heartbreaking, and, but it was... And we're taking that step towards change, man. Gen Z, we are finna change the world. We have to. We have to. We have to change the world. Like, all right, this is a Christian thing, so y'all finna kill me for saying this, but RIP to the Chirac, Demon, King Von, you know, th- that was my guy. I'm sorry, like, come on, we, we listen... See, I'm not big on rap, I'm not gonna True. lie. I, I have felt so bad... 
And I told my mom I felt bad because I knew who he was, yeah. but I had never ever listened to any one of his really? songs. Don't be me up about nah, it. Nah, I'm glad. That's a good thing. I mean, I shouldn't be listening to him. I'm trying to represent Christ. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, just he, because you, though, hold on, though. Because just because you listen to a little rap and okay. a little R&B here, that don't deem you to not be God-like. Exactly. I mean, that's true, that's true. if that's you're true. not living your life the way that they're the way that they're talking about what harm are you doing That's you're true. just enjoying the music i mean i personally don't listen to rap all the time i really barely listen i am an r&b child to the day i die i love r&b's and vibes and i mean you're like 14 what do you know about r&b I'm let's, 17. Let's be, let's be, come on, bro. You're like 14, 12 years old. I am 17. <laughs> and I love my R&B. My old school jammies, shout out to mom and the fam because that's all we listen to in grooves to every day in the kitchen. But, you know, but that doesn't mean that yeah. you're not Christian. I'm, like, I'm you can do you both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's about how much of it, you know, you still got to put in the God and the gospel. And so I'm glad you, you cleared yeah, that you up Yeah, you can do me, both so. because I think a That's lot of the times our society, we, we get to thinking that, if you do oh, one dang, wrong thing, I, yeah, yeah. I wore a crop top yesterday, I'm going to hell. Oh, God don't like me no more because I told this one kid to shut up because I was trying to listen to the teacher. or it, The smallest things, we have to stop that. That's why we have grace. Yeah. Without grace, we would all be. And so I'm, and glad, mess I'm, up. Gl I'm glad that you said yeah, that to really clarify up. that because mess up, but we all mean, walk in a strive to live for Christ. And yeah. that's, you know, society and the enemy will really try to beat you down and make you think that every little act that you do, even if, even if and this is not a justification to sin, right. but even when we do fall short of God's glory, his Our grace and his mercy, and he always carries us up. And so it's important that we strive to live for him as best we can. Nonetheless, don't allow every slip up you make to put you in the drain and get depressed. Ooh. That's why we that was have, for me. That was for me. I why, appreciate you saying that. That was for me. That's why we have God's grace yeah, and His yeah. mercy, and yeah. it's everlasting. Everlasting. I mean, but still I mean, do better. Still do better. For sure. For don't sure. keep making the same mistakes just because you. Oh, well, God, God, forgive me. It's for fine. Sure. No, still strive to do better. It's not easy, but still strive. To Always do strive. But uh, I mean, 2020 really showed us that you know God. God is God is in control and that yeah. no matter what we have going on, I mean, I think we, we really started to forget that everybody was money focused. You know, I'm yeah. I'm uh, I'm I'm all in for the family, like forgetting about the things of God. And just yeah. I mean, God really showed us that he is in control. I think COVID really did that the most. Like yeah. for me, honestly, this is going to sound crazy, but COVID for me was a blessing in disguise. Man, what? I'm so it it was though. I mean, being closer, you saw families going outside, riding bikes together. I mean, like getting the family together, you know, safely of course. But um, picnics, eating together more, like actually enjoying each other's space, and also giving you like making you sit in your own. You have to be spirit. comfortable with yourself. You yeah, can't, you can't, you and dealing with your and dealing with, with your own else. demons and and whatever you had going on, and having more time for God Himself. He that man said, "I'm gonna close these churches down." Damn, what? No. And make y'all stay at home. None of the the extra antics of dressing up to nope. be trying to look. None of the hooping nope. and holler. I mean, you really just had to. All you had was the word of God. And I mean, Your of course, we have technology, it. so we have you know we can we could listen to the preacher, but I mean, you really had to be serious about engaging in the word, and you had twenty four hours each day of the week. What well, it was like the pandemic started in March, so that's like yeah. nine months, ten months yeah. of just having the opportunity to really engage in your word, and 
And I mean, you, 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 a lot of people didn't use the opportunity wisely, but like you said, for you, for me, the pandemic, uh, God shut everything down and had it not been the, been for the pandemic, I don't know where I would be. And I, in a positive sense, because it really gave me an opportunity to, to turn towards God. Yeah. I didn't have nothing else to do. I wasn't, you know, going out, you know, trying to, uh, trying to hang out with my friends. I wasn't going out trying to, you know, hang out with girls. I wasn't going out trying to work, make money. Or spend a whole bunch of money and buy a whole bunch of clothes that you really don't no, need because really, you bro, had nowhere I'm, to go I'm during put the on pandemic. Blast, bro. She been cleaning her room for five wait, days, Wait, bro. wait, y'all, five wait. Y'all, wait. No, 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 no. Five no. days, bro. Oh, Tyrus, that's not no, true. Bro. I Seven have days, been, you mean? No, days, I mean? have been getting all no, of my clothes that I don't wear and I've been donating it. She's trying to flex on y'all. She just... She no. just said her closet is bigger than y'all's. She just flexed on y'all. I'm done talking. Damn. I'm done talking. She just flexed on y'all. Because he not going to make me feel bad. Come I didn't on, do bro. nothing hey, wrong. I've at been the end of the thing, we need to just lay hands on Ariel and just <laughs> let the Holy Spirit rest on her. We just lay hands on him for not telling the truth. I have been doing good, and I finished yesterday. Good, good job. Thank good you. job, good job. Now we gotta get some hand sanitizer. Yeah, now you know, I don't know where you been. Mm. <laughs> nah, but 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 on a serious note, like we really got God really just just focused us and we got to grow. And like I said, shout out to Dr. Carson. His messages every day, yeah. every week, really help feed my spiritual life. And because of the pandemic, I'm focused for God. And uh, I keep That's telling beautiful. my parents, it's crazy that all this is happening right before I go to college, like. You know, right? God put all this in me right before I leave, and so I, I'm just, I never thought about it like that. Now nah, that you like say that. it's crazy because, like, like you know, we just now going like freshman, junior, sophomore, senior year. I was just chilling, like I was, I was saved, and so I was concerned about spiritual things, but I wasn't on fire, and it I wasn't this deep at all. Right. And I mean, I don't know. I guess just maturity. We've grown up, and so we were able to receive what God is doing more. But I think also because I'm sorry to cut you off, but. When you know better, you do better. Mm. For me, there's no way I could hear the word every Sunday and like read my Bible and know this and that and still do wrong. Like mm. that, like my, I think I believe my conscience has gotten way bigger the older I've gotten. Yeah. Like if that's I do it. the that's, smallest that's, thing, I'm like, oh my God, like it, it kills me in the inside. That's just feeding your word and that's what the yeah. Apostle Paul says. You know, you grow older and you put away childish ways. You know, yeah. when I was a child, I acted like a child. Now I'm, I'm mature. I act like a mature person. And, that's and it's, just it's the good to start growth. now and not later. No, for real. My, my mom tells me that all the time. Like, you got you got to start now because time not waiting for Remember, you. Jesus was in a synagogue at 12. Even, we smart. We intelligent. <laughs> we got technology. We got social media. There's no reason why we can't, you know, There's no excuse. lead people to, to, to the love of Christ. And we just got to just focus on what we want to focus on. And you have to hold yourself accountable. I mean, because we can, we can focus on everything else. Man. But when it comes to God, honestly, truly, and I'm, I'm speaking out of experience. And still sometimes I battle with when it comes to the word and God himself, it's a struggle. And I was wondering, like, why is there such, where's the struggle? Like, why is there such a struggle when it comes to doing, well, I I was going to ask my own question. It's because you're doing something that you want to do. I I think I was dealing with the fear of knowing because, of course, when you know better, you do better. So I was like, the more I know, I'm held way more accountable with myself, with my actions. And I was scared of that. So I think that is why. Oh, thank God. Thank you, God, for telling me that. That's why I pushed a lot of stuff when it came to him aside because I didn't want to deal with 
if I notice, that means I'm just deliberately just disobeying God in front of his face with no care in the world. And I couldn't deal with that. My yeah. conscience wasn't going to let me do that. So I, I think, think that's another that part of why, uh, like, because I struggled with the same thing before, is that, like, I personally, like, I really just had to come to the acknowledgement that, I mean, like we said, nobody wants to go to hell. But nonetheless, like, you're trying to do godly things and you may not be like, like a, you might you might not have accepted Christ so you're not saved. You're not living yeah. that life. And so, like, for instance, like, I was going to church, but it was just my parents' church. And so yeah. I, I hadn't accepted Christ for myself. And so I was, you know, I mean, of course I want, they say reading the Bible is good and I don't want to go to hell, so I should read the Bible, but I'm not saved, so I don't have any desire to read the Bible. Yeah. The Bible says, you know, in First Peter chapter 2 and 2, uh, as newborn babes desire the sincere milking of the word of God, people who are saved, you naturally have that desire to read the word. And so it, it's like I was struggling with, like, why do I not read the word? And God really had to show me because you're not my child. You're not you haven't given yourself to me. And so you're trying to like like your parents always tell you, you can go around the Jones's house, but you're not a Jones. You a Jackson. <laughs> and so I'm trying to be God. But at the end of the day, I'm not really, you know. I haven't given my life to him, so I'm still living for the enemy, and I'm trying to have my foot in both And areas. you cannot and be lukewarm. You, you on one side or the out. other. Um, Jonathan McReynolds, gospel artist. I just put y'all on. No gray. Hey, that's that what, song yeah, right it, there? It was, it was. I know y'all heard it on TikTok. Like, I, I was put on before. I how it goes. Don't have me sing on here. You know sing, how it Oh, no, yeah. No, hey! No. <laughs> hey, y'all. Like I said, the pandemic. This all is the hey, pandemic. Yeah. I promise you. It's all about wanting it's to just, do it, though. Man, if you just take the time and be, just like when we working out, like I'm an athlete. Yeah. When you put, when you working out consistently over time, you get the results. Yeah. I was in my world consistently, and God birthed it into me. And I mean, over time, That's we just you. gonna and me and you, we're growing together. We're gonna grow together. Absolutely. And you guys join our family, and let's just grow together, and let's be, let's make being on fire for God cool again. Like let's make it. Trend. Let's do it. And I mean, we would be remiss if we didn't take this opportunity to, you know, say anyone, if you hearing our words have impacted your life and the Holy Spirit has been speaking to you, we want to give you the opportunity to just give your life to Christ and uh, give yourself over to, to God and the things of God. And if you are, would like to make that decision, uh, just repeat after me. Dear Lord, Father God, I thank you for the opportunity to know you and to receive you. Father God, I acknowledge that I'm a sinner and that I need your grace. Please come into my life. Please change my life. And please fill me with your precious Holy Spirit. Now I am saved. So, round of applause. Congratulations to you and your decision. Join you, the group. Join the group. Say, Join connect group. with us on our social medias. Have you, did you memorize the social media tags? No, I didn't. So, I'm just going to be honest. We'll Wait, the username is... The Gen Z Project One. Okay, but huh. so good for On Instagram. I, I didn't remember that. I'm gonna be honest. That's the social media chick. You know, every now and then I did put her in. She has like she got like five thousand subscribers. Like five thousand. Like she she's you famous. You got a lot of the people. She's famous. You got a lot of the people. She's famous. Man, I ain't famous, y'all. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. But uh, so like she said, it's the Gen Z Project uh one, right? Yeah. And so and we'll have it in the description and yeah, we'll we're gonna help y'all all that. We're gonna make it way something. easier. Yeah, yeah, for definitely. sure. 
Make sure connect with us. And uh, like once again, like we said in the beginning, you know, we would really love for you guys to be a part of us. As you guys see, you know, we are just now getting started, and that was our, we just did our we just wrapped up our first <laughs> podcast, and I'm excited. I'm excited. And so I think this went good. I do too. I really I, do. I, I think our out the outcome of this is gonna be bigger than we think. Like like something is just like coming that. over me. I'm like, hey, this 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 is gonna be nice. Also. So when y'all do get our social medias and you know y'all follow, y'all like and subscribe and share, um, we're gonna, well, one of us, either one of us, on the page basically, uh, we're gonna have polls and um, questions like y'all tell us what y'all want to talk about. So it's not just us rambling about sure. the stuff we it's want. It's a family thing. Yeah, it's a community yeah. thing. We want to answer your questions. We want to be real with you. We want to be honest. We want to make this as cutthroat and um. You know, whatever you need out of us, let us know because we're all growing. We're all learning from each other. So just let us know. Whatever you want to sure. know and talk about, we here. And so, you know, a big thing of the Gen Z Project is really just uh, promoting biblical literacy yeah. and young people knowing about the Bible and the things of the Bible. And so this is a, an idea that we're going to do. So every week, Ariel or I, we're going to come up with a, a biblical question, and we're going to give you guys the opportunity to answer the question. And so we have our Instagram, we have our Twitter, and we have our email. And so uh, we're going to ask the question, and we're going to give you guys a full week to answer the question. And so the first person who uh, answers the question correctly, by, correct, correctly, of course, <laughs> uh, can email us, uh, DM us, or uh, Twitter, uh, Twitter DM us. And uh, the, like I said, the first person answers the question correctly, we'll give you the opportunity to get a shout out. So for those of you that have businesses, for those of you that just want to get a shout out, so that pretty girl will see you got a thousand uh, followers. You know, I know, I know how guys think, bro. I, right, know, okay. I got you. I got okay. you. I got you. All you got to do is answer the, the question. Slick either, yep. Hey, hey, you hear it, fellas? I'm telling y'all, like, we, 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 be, we be paying attention now. We, and know. so, uh, like I said, first person to answer the question correctly, uh, hit us up, and we'll give you the opportunity to shout yourself out. We'll put it on a big, we, we'll cover our faces up. Just give you the whole whole camera frame, and we'll give you the shout out. Absolutely. And so today's question is, what is the last book of the Older Testament? Okay. All right. Simple. All right. I'm going to say it one more time. What is the last book of the Older Testament? Okay. We look forward to connecting with you guys. The last thing is just, like she said, give us feedback through our social medias. And I would be remiss if I didn't say anyone who is... Uh, whose parents are comfortable and who is interested in attending church. I know you said your church is still closed down. Yeah. My church is open. And so for any of you guys that would be interested, of course, you got to wear your mask. You know what I'm saying? You got to get your temperature yeah. scanned. Come on, like, this is it's protocol. It's it safety. ain't nothing new, y'all. We've been doing this for a, a year now. And so It's been a year. Yeah, yeah it's been a minute. But if, if you're interested in coming, uh, the address is 9321 Edgebrook Drive. That's 9321 Edgebrook Drive. We look forward to connecting with you guys and just growing with you guys. You know, you have any last comments to wrap up? Um, actually, no. I think this went really good. Thank I'm you. excited to hear from you guys. Um, I'm excited to see them answers. See, I can get these shout outs out there. Um, and I just pray that y'all, I pray and I hope that you guys really got something out of this or is on as on fire as the both of us are. Uh, we are really excited about this. Uh, y'all gonna see I know like I never seen me smile before. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm too Osiris happy. don't smile, y'all. Osiris does not smile. I'm too happy. But I think this is gonna be great. This is gonna be something that's gonna really change the lives for people in our generation. And I hope that you know you guys are just you know just stop being fearful and just join the family. I mean, it's not scary over for here. Sure. If anything, it feels great. For sure. 
So, um, yeah, I'm excited to hear from you. All right. Uh, so thank you guys for tuning in with us. Like we said, please like, share, subscribe. Y'all know it's YouTube. Y'all know how this stuff yeah, works. Yeah, I know how this stuff. So uh, take care of us. Take care. Wait. So da, 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 <laughs> take care of yourselves. And uh, we look forward to just growing with you guys. Uh, we pray that you guys have a blessed week. And, you know, peace be with you. Amen. Amen. Hey, it was way better than I thought it was going to be. It really was, though. Hey, it was. Hey, good. Hey.